At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a Summer League game day edition of the HHC. We'll be previewing today's matchup against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Also, we want to recap yesterday's special one-on-one conversation that we had with Hornets President of Basketball Operations and General Manager Mitch Kupchak. Give you some of the highlights from that one and some perspective regarding that conversation as well, at least from myself and my partner today, Rob Longo. And we've got another special conversation. That'll be with Hornets Summer League roster player, LiAngelo Ball, one of the most popular players the last two Summer Leagues now, not just on the Hornets roster, but overall. Right now, though, happy to welcome back Rob Longo, my producer on the Hornets Radio Network, as well as the producer of this fine podcast here to the HHC. Rob, we had a a long conversation yesterday with Mitch Kupchak, very generous with his time. It was the first time talking to him since the draft, first time talking to him one-on-one since Coach Clifford's hiring, and he shed a lot of light, not just on the decision that went into draft night, as well as the decision to bring back Coach Clifford, but also a little bit of the state of the franchise and the direction they're headed in, and he put it plainly, the expectations are rising here for the Hornets entering the 22-23 season. That's probably my biggest takeaway from this, Sam, is the fact that Mitch talked about how the expectations just kind of keep getting more and more and higher and higher. And that's a good thing. I mean, that means that the franchise is going in the right direction, of course. You don't want to be a GM with zero expectations because at that point, you're probably getting set up for failure in that aspect. So really promising to hear Mitch say that because at the end of the day, it's kind of like the old saying goes, no pressure, no diamonds. 
is. So the fact that there's those expectations already in the place and he's willing and open to talk about that, I think sends a good message from the top down because it always starts with your leader. Right now in that instance, it's Mitch Kupchak and then it hopefully trickles down from the coaching staff and Steve Clifford and then the players are able to resonate with that as well. So good to hear those things go on record from Mitch Kupchak and it was a really good conversation all in all. He didn't say specifically why expectations are rising, but he did kind of fill in the gaps all around. We can kind of infer why. It's due in large part to the job that LaMelo Ball has done so quickly in his career, becoming an all-star with one of the youngest in the history of the game. Uh, He's proven that he's ready to lead this franchise to hopefully heights they haven't been to in quite some time. Haven't had a playoff series since 2016, a lot longer than that since a playoff series win, and that is where expectations are starting to flow towards. I wouldn't say that Mitch said that this team will win a playoff series, but he feels like they can win a playoff series, and so much else is going to go into that. But when you look at the roster around him, particularly veterans like Terry Rozier, you have the infrastructure there to allow this team to start hitting some of those higher notes. On top of that, he talked about building the base of this team, about draft picks like Mark Williams, very high on Bryce McGowan's with the early returns we've seen from him from Summer League, Kai Jones, JT Thor, James Booknight, all the draft picks from the year prior. Expectations are growing for them in terms of what they can provide and contribute to this franchise. And, and I thought it was interesting how Mitch seemed to indicate that for a while there, for the last three years as this rebuild was going in, it was all about building the base of the franchise, getting enough good players in the pipeline to build something sustainable. And now it's not necessarily shying away from that, but making sure that there is enough here in Charlotte to encourage and really allow for a lot more winning to happen, to give yourself a shot to win 50 games, which is not easy to do when you're trying to develop half the roster and see what they might turn into. So he shed some light on why they traded away a first-round draft pick, for instance, shed some light on why they're not reliant on any one particular young player to lead the way outside of LaMelo Ball with all he's proved already, but they're not slowing down at all in terms of developing all of that young talent that we've seen so much of here at Summer League. No, and as a whole, when you take a look at the way that this roster is constructed and the way that the franchise is set up, it's in a really good spot right now. you got a great mix of veteran guys, of young, budding superstars, and then that young, raw talent as well with a little bit of seasoning could really turn into something special, like a Kai Jones, like a Mark Williams. I mean, the expectations for Mark Williams is that he might see some playing time this year, but at the very, very least, he is still one of those guys that you can develop a little bit. Of course, you got guys like James Booknight as well. You set the foundation up really well, so if that missing piece happens to be a veteran presence or maybe somebody that you might have to overpay a little bit more, you have the pieces in place to go out and make a move. If it requires a younger player that you know you would really like to hold on to but you might have to give up and then at a certain aspect, you have that. If right now the way that the roster is constructed, you have a couple of open spots. If something happens where you're able to jump in and get a veteran player or somebody that's going to improve this roster, you have the flexibility to go in and use that roster spot that's available to you. So there's just so many different ways that Mitch can play this hand that he's been able to build, not really been dealt, but he's been really able to build from the ground up since he started here in Charlotte. So 
really exciting stuff overall, but the way that this roster is constructed, it gives Mitch a lot of flexibility moving forward. He didn't mention this one player in particular in our conversation, didn't come up, uh, Gordon Hayward, but the way we talk about him and what he represents the franchise, I think it really you know rings true. When he first came to Charlotte, he represented raising the floor of the franchise. When you have someone like Gordon Hayward on your roster, it's going to prevent you from being, say, a 20-win team. He's just too good of a leader, too good of an overall player to allow for his squad to have that floor drop down. Now he represents more of what the ceiling could be. The longer he's healthy, the more he's able to contribute. It allows for him, if healthy, to help push the ceiling a little bit higher than it has been recently here for the Hornets. And that's one of the things reflected in the conversation with Hornets general manager Mitch Kupchak. If you'd like to check it out, it is available right now in the archives of this fine podcast. Again, many, many thanks to Hornets general manager Mitch Kupchak for joining us here on the Hornets Hivecast. And because it's Summer League and we have all this access to so many players and front office members, we've got another conversation coming up next for you. One of the most popular players at NBA Summer League over the last two seasons, Leangelo Ball, sits down with us. He's only played briefly here at Summer League. Unfortunately, at the start of it, he was in health and safety protocols, but the minutes he's getting on the floor, they are some of the most highly watched by the fans here in Las Vegas, and we'll have our conversation with him coming up after this quick break here on the Hornets Hivecast. I'm not anti-aging. I'm pro-looking my best. Getting cosmetic surgery at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates has me looking young again and filled with the confidence I need to take on the day. From Botox to rhinoplasty to facelifts, Senta offers facial plastic surgery from specially trained eye and ENT doctors who are familiar with how all parts of the face work. Feel like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. It just makes sense. Now let's welcome Leangelo Ball here to the Hornets Hivecast. Jello, welcome to Las Vegas. What's up, man? How you doing? We're doing great. It's great to see you back here again. Last year, when you joined the Summer League team, it had been a long time since you played under the bright lights for all the fans to see what is the experience like this time around having the experience already and coming into this summer league it feels more comfortable like like you said I got to do it last year and then I did the um the G League season, so it just feels more comfortable being around the NBA players and all that stuff. But um, yeah, it's cool. I'm looking forward to it. Ready to get started, for real. When you were on the team last year, and this year, quite frankly, you're in the portion of the Summer League roster I'd call the opportunity portion. They're not guys that were drafted and necessarily have their spots projected for them. They're already locked in. You got to go out there and earn it. You did on the floor last year. What are some of your goals this time around in Summer League and what you want to show? My main goal is to help the team win. You know, that's the the big goal but um individually I just want to go out there and play hard and just show what I could do you know like not play nervous and just get on the court you've been under the bright lights your entire yeah, basketball like, life with like somebody's always watching when I'm playing so it's like it's not a different feeling for me when I go out there and play in front of a huge crowd or really nobody it don't matter and you've managed to become one of the fan favorites here in Summer League instantly I mean anytime the Hornets put out anything whether it's about the Hornets the Swarm there is inevitably a stream of comments where's jello we want jello what's it like to have that kind of support from the fans it's cool it makes me want to play for sure i mean i just want to go out there and give them a show to watch for real so your it's role, good hearing that your role on this team is as a shooter and you lit it up last year what are some of the other aspects of your game that you're ready to to show off here for the fans in vegas and hopefully greensboro and charlotte as well yeah i think i could um for sure up my um defense i could show a lot on defense that's what I'm about to focus on when I get into these games. I have a lot of energy and intensity on defense when people come near me. But, um, yeah, that's something new that people think that I don't do, I guess, play D or whatnot. But um, 
I could show that for sure. I feel like the offense just going to come. I'm sorry to cut oh, you off. No, but, yeah, I feel like my offense going to just off of playing, I know how to get into the role of things. And one thing with your game last year, it felt like you were you were letting the game come to you. You didn't force up a lot of shots, and, and you didn't necessarily need a lot of shots drawn up for you. Just find your way to the spots, find your way to the ball. Yeah, I just try to have a knack for the ball and just be where people are not going to get the ball and ready to shoot. So make the game simple for me, you know? One thing I remember, I was living in Uptown during LaMelo's first season. I remember sometimes be walking out late at night and see the lights on the practice gym, and he'd be in there, and you'd be in there. Yeah. What is it like having two brothers in the NBA and, and having, you know, that ability to go out there and battle night after night? I know you've done it your, your whole life, but to have your brothers there to... to on this level, for sure, that's an unrealistic feeling, like... I for sure, like, I acknowledge it and I respect that. I could go in there with him. A lot of people don't have the opportunity to have a brother on the NBA team and whatnot. But, um, yeah, like you said, I grew up playing with him. So it's comfortable and it's a good feeling being around him in there. So especially on this level, highest level, that's where I was trying to be at. No question about it. In terms of your, your goals through the remainder of Summer League and on towards the fall, what are some of the things you're looking to accomplish? What, are, what is your hope to have come from this? Coming out of this, I hopefully I'll make the team, the real Hornets team, so I can play with my brother. And that's really my main focus. I just want to show that I could play and play hard, and hopefully I'm good enough to get in there to the uh, GMs and stuff, you know. No question about it. And, and for the fans here in Las Vegas that are excited to see you play, what are you looking forward to about this? I'm excited to play myself because I just got off of the little uh, protocol quarantine, but um, I'm here now, so it just feels good being in the gym. We're excited to see you out there. Thanks so much for sitting down with us. Good luck in Summer League. Thank you. Hornets fans, it's time to get some new gear. The best selection of new and classic Hornets apparel is at the Hornets Fan Shop, now with new extended hours. Stop by Spectrum Center Wednesday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. to pick up the latest in jerseys, Jordans, and more. Or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 with just a click of a button at HornetsFanshop.com. An easy trip on the light rail, you'll be sure to find something for everyone at the Hornets Fan Shop. Our thanks to Leangelo Ball for joining us here today on the HHC, and best of luck to him and the Hornets against the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight, which brings us to our game preview. Welcome Rob Longo back here on the HHC. Rob, it is game day. Hornets taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Hornets, of course, are now 1-1 one and one after their win in double overtime over the L.A. Lakers. Cavaliers are also 1-1 one and one at this stage, so it should be a, an interesting matchup. few headlines in there, and we'll get to them as as we go through our game preview. A couple of questions that you're going to get to lead off on here. I need players to watch, one for the Cavs, one for the Hornets amongst drafted players, and one from the Hornets amongst undrafted players. You get to pick which direction you want to go first. Let's go with players on the Cavaliers first. We'll start with the opponent. I'm going to look at Ojai Abaji, was a guy that was kind of closely tied to the Hornets, maybe as a potential pick in this draft. And the Hornets decided, of course, to move one of those picks and went with Mark Williams instead. But, you know, that typical 3 and D guy from Kansas, it's got a pretty decent frame on him at 6'5", can go out there and kind of shoot the lights out from beyond the arc. So I'm interested to look at him, especially because of the way that the Hornets roster has shaken out here in Summer League where, you know, it's not the deepest at the guard spot. They got a little bit of relief with Leangelo Ball clearing health and safety protocols. So we might see some more time for Jello tonight as well. But Ojai Abaji is my guy to look at for Cleveland. Again, one of those top 
20 picks, can be a really good player one day in the NBA. Interested to see how he goes up against, you know, the guys that the Hornets have, really, more or less. And maybe even he tries to drive a couple times on Mark Williams, and Mark Williams is able to swat him away to confirm that the Hornets made the right pick. But overall, Ojai Abaji is going to be my guy to watch tonight. He was definitely someone who was connected to the Hornets throughout the draft process as a possibility. And I agree with you. It's a good one to keep an eye on with uh, what's to come for him, both in you know the early stage of his career as a national champion. And, and talking to Sam Perley before Summer League started in our preview of the entire schedule, he focused on him as well as someone who could have an impact on that Cavs team come the regular season. Certainly has had one on the Cavs Summer League team. I'm going to go with RJ Nemhard for my pick. He's been a very high scorer, averaging close to 20 points per game here in Summer League for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's on a two-way contract. Very accomplished player in college. Played at TCU. Went undrafted and you know spent last year mostly with the Cleveland Charge, their G League affiliate. But I'm interested to see you know how he fares here in this summer league. Again, so far so good for him, averaging almost 20 points per game. Lightly used player last year, but he kind of falls into that Nick Richards bucket, I would say, where it's someone who has at least seen some NBA time and now is putting that experience to really good use against less experienced players here in summer league. So both to see where his development is and in terms of best chance for the Cavs to get the win, RJ Nemhard will be a focus for the Cavs. Let's see what you direction you want to go now for Hornets player you want to go draft pick or undrafted let's go with undrafted player and I'm going to go with Tyshawn Alexander. He was a really big bright spot in that game against the Lakers the other night. Comes in, is a plus 20 off the bench. He drops 22 points, has some really big plays down the stretch as well. And keep in mind, too, in that first game, he left early in the third quarter with a rolled ankle, and it appears that it was not anything very serious, obviously, after that performance he was able to put up against the Lakers on Sunday. So the fact that he was able to bounce back, thankfully it was only a precautionary thing, especially the way that the guards for the Hornets have had some very unfortunate luck here in Summer League so far with a couple going down, but Tyshawn Alexander is one of those guys that's trying to make a name for himself, trying to get back out on an NBA team roster, and he's doing a really good job of putting himself in a really good position to sway some teams that way. So Tyshawn Alexander is my guy to watch tonight for the Hornets as far as undrafted players goes. I like it. I'm going to go with LJ Figueroa for this one. The guy simply cannot miss in Las Vegas. He is 13 for 13 from the floor. He's really been impactful, and he's kind of taken on the role of the player we talked to earlier here with on this podcast Leangelo Ball for this season I'm not saying Jello can't take that spot back but last season Leangelo came into a game early in summer league and was hot and it sustained him throughout the entire summer league helped him earn a spot on the G League roster and you know LJ Figueroa is one of these undrafted guys who came in there's nothing necessarily promised to him he's got to go out there and earn it and thus far he has again 13 for 13 he is shooting the lights out in Las Vegas hopefully he'll continue to do so. So LJ Figueroa, my pick for non-drafted Hornets player to watch. Finally, last but not least, a Hornets drafted player. I'm going to go with Nick Richards. I mean, the guy is averaging a double-double so far through two games in Summer League. Now, again, we don't know what that rotation is going to look like tonight. I mean, it might be at that point where it's a platoon system where, okay, Nick Richards starts the first two games, gets the bulk of the minutes those first two games, and now it's Mark Williams' turn to go in and start and play the next two games with some heavy minutes, and then the fifth game is maybe just kind of a hodgepodge. So we'll see what 
what the strategy is from Steve Clifford and even, of course, Jordan Serenkamp, who is leading this summer league team right now. We'll see how much input Cliff has as well with Jordan and that sort of thing. But, you know, Nick Richards just has been really, really good. I know he's going into his third season, so he's kind of that grizzled vet, quote unquote, for this Hornets roster with a team that only has one year of experience or a lot of rookies in this aspect. But Nick Richards is that guy that's being vocal. He's starting to step up. This is a big year for Nick, I think, you know, with the way that the roster is constructed, trying to fight for some minutes, going into that third year of his rookie deal. There's a lot on the line for him. So I would like to see what he's able to do tonight against a Cleveland Cavaliers team that has a guy like Isaiah Mobley, who is also another very big and talented big. So we'll see what happens. But Nick Richards is my guy to pick. Averaging a double-double so far in summer league. Great choice. I'm going to go with the guy who hit the game winner against the Los Angeles Lakers. That's JT Thor. Slowish start in terms of shooting the basketball here in summer league. He's shooting just over 30% from the field, about 25% from three. But he's got the chance now to build off that momentum from that game winner and allow it to take him soaring. And you can just see that he passes the eye test when he's out there on the floor. He's long, he's tall, he's athletic. Everything you want to see, both him and Kai Jones for that matter, it's quite clear when he's out there with the other summer league that in terms of physical capabilities, these two guys are different. These two guys are special. But again, JT Thor hitting that game winner against the Lakers hopefully will spark him the rest of the way to some big, big numbers. He's certainly capable of being a 20-point-per-game guy if he's getting his shots and he's shooting in rhythm. I'm hopeful that that will start here today against the Cleveland Cavaliers. So that's a look at our game preview for this matchup. This is not going to be on our flagship station, Sports Radio FNC but you can still tune in to the contest. It'll air at 5 o'clock Eastern. I believe it's slated for ESPNU, Hornets versus Cavaliers, and then the fourth and final of the already scheduled games will be tomorrow, Thursday the 14th. That one will be against the Chicago Bulls, after which we'll have an idea of when the Hornets will play to wrap up the weekend in Las Vegas. But for now, that's going to do it for this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Rob Longo, thanks as always for sitting down with me. Pleasure as always. Looking forward to actually sitting down and watching this one on my couch for once. There you go. Yeah, you're granted a reprieve. You do have to do the podcast late night still. We all can't get everything in life, I suppose. That's right. That's right. Also want to give a big thank you again to Leangelo Ball for sitting down with us and again to Hornets General Manager Mitch Kupchuk for sharing his time. Certainly encourage you to go check out that conversation we had with him yesterday. Till next time for Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you with us. We will talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.